0: Welcome to the Life Atelier podcast. I am your coach and host, Emma Lavelle. So today is day one of the Prune and Bloom challenge. If you haven't listened to the intro audio yesterday, I definitely recommend doing that. And today, what I'm going to talk about is how to create a little physical space and then notice the impact that that has on your mind. So Very often, if you think about your brain, your brain is constantly on the alert, and it's looking for potential danger, okay? So that's why notifications affect us so much, that's why we get distracted. And depending on your culture, you'll have a different level of background normal, okay? So an example of that might be that when you're in Brazil, or Spain, or Italy, it's very typical to be in a bar, and the television is on, people are having conversations across the table, like I've been in a conversation with Spanish friends, and there'll be six people, and there's three conversations happening, and people are shouting across each other, and they're perfectly able to focus. Now, my brain gets really overwhelmed with that. If there's a television on, I don't have a TV in my house, I don't have a radio. So for me, when there's a TV or a screen, I'm like a child, like I can't look away from it. And it makes it very difficult for me to focus on the person in front of me. Similarly, when I go to France, I'm suddenly, uh, I'm too loud now. (laughs) And when I visit my sister in Paris, it's much quieter and it's much more like, there's a just general lower background noise of distraction when you're in a bar or you're in a cafe and I, I get told off and told to be quiet. So just take a second and think about, okay, what are the what's the background level of noise around you day to day? What are you generally comfortable with? And then let's transfer that to physical noise. And it's quite interesting, I've started to notice people talking about uh, visual noise or visual clutter. So if you take a look at, you know, wherever you are now, just pause and look ahead of you. So if you're sitting near the table where you work, or if you go into the bathroom and you look at, okay, where is, you know, I mentioned yesterday, um, I think I did, or it might've been on a call, but how I find these points at the start of the day and at the end of the day, I'm always washing my face and cleaning my teeth and either putting my makeup on in the morning or I'm taking it off in the evening. So that space in my bathroom is really like a contact point for me to slow down. And I can tell you how stressed I am by how much clutter there is. So one of the things that I like to do is just pick one space. I'm looking at my desk now and I can see I've got the iPad, I've got a pencil there, I've got a necklace that I intended to put on and I haven't, I've got a notebook, my phone, which normally I don't have my phone, I put my phone in the drawer. And this little space is a bit cluttered for me. Okay, so what that means is if I wasn't already doing this 10 minute audio that I'd already planned out yesterday, before I started to work, I would just take a second to clear that space. Because as soon as I clear that space, it has this knock on effect of my mind feels calmer. And once our mind feels calmer, it's then easier to take decisions, it's easier to be creative, it's easier to problem solve. Now, another example of this is the cupboard. I don't know what it's like, a sort of drawers. I have a lot of like furniture from the 50s and 60s and I don't know what to call it. (laughs) But let's say like drawers slash cupboard. And that's next to my bed. Now that is a space that I intentionally cleared about a week ago and it's completely empty, and it just has a candle on it. And this is really interesting, in fact that's a lie, it has two candles on it, it has a church pillar candle, and then it has like this lovely um, ceramic, it looks a bit like a sort of urchin, like a sea urchin, and a tea light is nestled inside it. Now, that, to anyone else, just looks like a clear space, but for me, it represents my commitment to sleep. Sleep is one of my, it's my keystone habits. I'll talk about this in a couple of days probably, but if you're in any of my courses, you'll know that I have, I talk about having a keystone habit, which is something that is the opposite of your Achilles heel. So it's something that if you focus on that, everything else will be easier. So for me, the first thing that I like to steal from is sleep. If I'm starting to feel stressed, things are happening, I notice that my sleep... Um, get sacrificed, and of course, the knock-on effect of that is then that I'm less able to notice that I'm not sleeping properly. I start to make worse and worse decisions. I start to become reactive, and I can avoid all of that if I make sure that my sleep is non-negotiable. So having that blank space on that drawer, furniture, whatever we call it, top, surface, on that surface, And having those two candles, what that means is during the evening, as I'm starting to sort of wind down, I'm tidying things up, I'm, you know, my personality type, I find it quite hard to just be still. (laughs) So I'm usually like doing something. Um, (laughs) We'll talk about that another day. So what I do is at a certain point when it starts to get dark outside and here in Spain, that's still about 8pm, that will change. So I'll have to readjust in a couple of weeks. What I do is I light the tea light that's inside the little ceramic pot because I don't need to watch it I'm not going to burn the house down touch wood and that then stays there and it means that my bedroom never gets light Okay, which means that I stay sleepy so I can get into my bedroom at half past nine at 10 p.m And I'm like a little budgie and I go straight to sleep if I don't do that What happens? Well, I feel more awake, I get a second wind, I take my iPad to bed to read a book because I've forgotten that I'm not supposed to be doing it. (laughs) And then, woof, it's 1am and I don't sleep well. And then everything else is harder. So then the other candle, I have this pillar candle, and now if I follow my intention and I light that little sort of step one of the ritual the night before, I now don't set my alarm until 8am. That doesn't mean I sleep until 8am. It means I wake up at about seven naturally and I go and I light that candle and I have this like just delicious like 15, 20 minutes, sometimes half an hour if it's cold, of just sort of snuggling in bed with my dog and I've got the candle on and it just is such a luxurious way to wake up and I still get up at the same time. That's the thing, if I was fighting it and I didn't have that space, that little corner that's this commitment to my sleep, what would happen would be, I would stay awake too late for my sleep pattern, my alarm would go off at 7, but I wouldn't wake up because I'd be tired, so instead I'd snooze and snooze and snooze. And then my start to the day would feel really crappy. And I would feel like a failure before I've even cleaned my teeth or had, had a glass of water. And lots of us are doing that. We're setting ourselves up to fail from this idea of what we think discipline looks like. For me, that discipline of saying, I will not set my alarm until this time because I am creating the circumstances where I wake up beforehand, that changes the rest of my day. And it's really interesting because I've been doing it for a few weeks now. And I've noticed like my skin, my skin has improved a lot. And I was thinking, what is that? And it's because I'm not drinking as much coffee because I'm not tired. I just have one coffee and it feels enough. I'm sleeping enough. So if you are listening to this and you're thinking, okay, that's nice, but I have kids. I can't do that. You don't need to do the sleep commitment. All I'm gonna suggest for you to do today is to think about a surface or a corner that you can clear and to then notice what clearing that physical space, what impact that has on your mind and on the rest of your day and on your decision-making skills, okay? Beautiful, so you will have a Notion page that goes with this and then you can make your notes and you can you know experiment and, and put your little tweaks on there. Do come and share it in the community as well. I've also put the link to the community. And if you are interested in signing up for one-to-one coaching, I have got all the information on the website as well. I have about five spaces open at the moment to work together one-to-one and really ground in to these tips. Tips? That sounds really crappy. Tools, powerful tools. (laughs) And I will see you tomorrow. Enjoy.